That is Lambed a... away. This guy's... Got a rally. You've passed the That's what we've been waiting for. Unbelievable timing on this. And it's the Tigers straight away. Guys, Elliot. What a start. Welcome to the ultimate super coach and fantasy sports show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Insight NBL show, our weekly review. As always, we are brought here today by the Standard Squeeze, Ryan from Astute Newstead and Bonus Bet. I'm the Super Coach Matrix and I'm here with Braino. Braino, how was your weekend? Yeah, weekend was good, mate. I've um, been, I don't know whether, can we say balls deep on this episode? I've been balls deep into BBL Supercoach content, Matty. It's, uh, it's, it's been rough. It's been a tough first round, but uh, no, mate, I'm, I'm here to fill in for Hammer tonight. Unfortunately, he's uh, got better things to do, save the world and stuff like that. So here to chat some NBL with you, mate. Feels like old times. Yeah, it does feel pretty good. Um, I do have that, l- that echo that we spoke about a little bit earlier but I'm going to see what I can work out. See if you can mute something in the background. Um, But on today's show, I'm going to hit you with the breaking news. Uh, We're going to cover our teams. We're going to go through the squeeze of the week winners, review the games from a super coach perspective, go through our community team, touch on some trades, thoughts, and answer all your questions along the way. Let's go to some breaking news here by Bonus Bank. It's time for some news from around the league. Will Cummings is gone. Um, Import replacement possible. Um, Look, on the NBL site today, it was like how Phoenix win impacts the the import search because they were pretty good without him. Um, Adelaide is struggling and DJ is $4,000 poorer. Um, Hawks beat Perth. Um, Tatum, is he the difference maker? Uh, was almost oh, that bad? Is probably a good, um, a good, I suppose. <laughs> I've got, I've got, are the, you reading uh, comments at the same time? From, Do you? Yeah, I was reading the comments at the same time. Absolute carnage in the BBL. <laughs> um, can you uh, let us know on in the comments if you can hear an echo? If you can hear an echo or, or if the audio is all good. Uh, Global said it's all good, but uh, it might just be tricky for you to work through. I'm not quite sure why it's happening, but um, we'll work it out as we go. Just I'll, I'll, I'll type some stuff into, um, into our little chat there. Sorry, guys, some technical difficulties. But, but yeah, audio is all good. Josh apparently. Roberts. It's just you. Fool's gold. And will Milton Doyle be back this week? Uh, Tassie Cairns and Southeast Melbourne on the double-double. Um, I think that this really impacts trade planning a lot. I think with, with scheduling, I guess, like when, you, when you're looking at the teams on the double, I think we've been maybe blessed the last two or three weeks where we've had uh, some pretty obvious options, but now it's starting to become a little bit tougher. So, And also, can I whinge a little bit about Taj McCall and not picking him? Am I the only person? In NBL Supercoach, doesn't have Taj McCall. It's ruining my life. Not good. I think 90% of the top 1% have Taj McCall. And you're probably up there in the top 1% or at least the top 2%. And yeah, you're one of the few. Yeah, it it hurts me. I mean, I'm doing okay. I think I'm 350th or something. Oh, 383rd I am. So I've dropped a little bit, but I was 188th two or three weeks ago and I had a couple of really nice, uh, really nice rounds. So... Yeah, a little bit of a drop off, but it is what it is. You know, I'll I'll push on, and uh, I'm not the expert you are, so more pressure on you to perform than me, mate. <laughs> Thanks. I think it's I think it's the fact that you you don't have any pressure at the moment that you can just stop and enjoy it, and you don't overthink things at the moment. It's uh it's pretty enjoyable. That's how I feel about BBL at the moment. Yeah. Oh fuck, BBL. Don't even start me on BBL, mate. I might I might jump ship and come over to NBL. And just uh, hang out with you guys. It's first round's been fucking carnage. It's been off, absolutely insane. But uh, yeah, it's all right. We'll work through it, mate. I do feel pretty good about my team at the moment. I uh, got four thirty seven. 
even starting Josh Roberts, my um, like Captain Miller, I finished 540th of the round and it bumped me up to 800th. Um, of course, have McCall. Uh, brought in Valentine, which wasn't really the right play, but yeah, look, was better than some of the other plays out there. Started Wardenberg. Yeah, it worked out all right. Probably if I started a Lamb or a Bobby Clintman or something like that, I'll, um, yeah, I'll be able to move those guys in and around. But Josh Roberts, he scored 13. You mentioned uh, you saw that he started for about eight minutes. Do you yeah. think that he's a drop now with a break-even of 36? I mean, if we see the same with, with how they're using him, of course he's a drop. Like, they're using him to take the sting out of the game at the start when he played the first eight minutes and then disappeared off the face of the earth. So, I don't know. I don't know whether I love it. I, I didn't. Luckily, I didn't go there. I I, I faded him. Um, so, and Wardenberg was okay. You know, I think maybe using him off the bench might be a better option. So, I don't mind I don't mind his role. Even if Wardenberg's coming off the bench, I might hold him for now. He got 51. Can't really complain about a 51. Um, but I think if you took, if you went with Roberts, maybe he maybe you hold him for one more week just to see what it looks like. But I mean, is he really going to lose bulk cash with a thirty six break even? Yeah, look, if he gets thirteen again, he's going to lose a little bit at least, and then he's going to be one hundred and forty k that you have to get out rather than one hundred and fifty k. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's a tricky one. I mean, you can bail out to a Ben Air or something like that if you got jewels. Maybe maybe that's the play. What's what's Ben Air priced at? Like 110 or something? Yep. Yeah, yeah no, he's um he's good sort of money. Yep. Ben, uh, ben Air is one of the ones that I was looking at as a bit of a downgrade option this week. Uh he well, he's played 35 or 36 minutes last week. That was wild. Yeah. yeah, well, now that Cummings is gone, like Ben Air, it's could be Ben Air season even. Cool. Love that. And uh, you mentioned Will Cummings is gone. Um, uh, what what was the issue there? He just didn't want to get involved in the back end shit that they wanted him doing, so they pissed him off. They they said he basically didn't meet team, I suppose, expectations and stuff in the background. Whether he was just a shit, right. I don't know. Whether he was like an ordinary locker room bloke, whether he was just somebody that was late to training and stuff. Um, I I honestly can't comment on that. But the fact that he's gone should mean a bump to like a Gaz Brown. Um, and probably, yeah, Ben Ben Air. Maybe I have to start bringing the soundbite back. I was actually going to say, it's been a while since we played the soundbite. It's right here, isn't it? Love that. It's it's back. It's Ben Air season. Ride it. <laughs> nah, I love it too. Um, look, I'll, I'm just going to mention Hammer's team. Um, he scored 419. Captain Miller started Josh Roberts. Um, had that double-headed snack in Miller and McCall. And he had Magne as well, which definitely helped um, with the way that Marcus Lee went. And, um, yeah, looked pretty good. Killing it as always. Hammer leading the way. What do you get, 419? Yeah, 419. So not quite as good as me, but anyway, he can, he can play uh, mate, It's hard to live up. It's hard to live up to the matrix, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. Um, mate, do you want to take us into our squeeze of the week? I can do that. Squeeze of the week. Obviously brought to us by the Standard Squeeze. Use the code INSIGHT15, standardsqueeze.com, to get yourself all your Standard Squeeze stuff. We've got our four-in-ones here on screen. We've got our little combo pack things in the background. Gets you a standard pour. Get onto the standardsqueeze.com. Use the, use the code. Um, now, Kylie from Team Swish wins the Standard Squeeze of the week with the highest score with a 499. That is a big score. Uh, I've seen a couple of maybe 500s floating around, but Kylie gets the gets the chocolates this time around. 379th overall and captaining McCall, as as we probably expect, right? This week, you, you'd expect yeah. someone that wins the week to be captaining McCall with his 100. Uh, but started Hogue and Adams uh, seems to be the difference. So congrats to Kylie. Well done, Kylie from Team Swish. Hit us up in, your, in our inbox on X or Facebook or Instagram or wherever it is you follow us and... Uh, send your address over and we'll get the squeeze pack sent out to you. Congratulations. Uh, good enough for third overall in the comp, Matty. Massive. Yeah, good good for the week. Um, and, and we're talking about our overall. Dave from Do It For Jack is still first overall, which obviously makes him first in our group. So 
<laughs> Can't do better than that, can you? Good on you. And it's an awesome uh, thing that you know you've done on the last couple of pods as well, raising money for uh, for the charity there. So good on uh, good on Dave as well. He's really uh, massive in the Supercoach community, and he posts some really good stuff on X and on Twitter and and all that. So um, yeah, full credit to him. He's having an awesome season. Hopefully, he can hold on. Mate, can I just mention Global in the chat? He said he's still got air from the start. Whew. Is that one that's, of those guys? Globally, are you one of those one of those guys that just hasn't touched your team in about eight weeks? Maybe just kept <laughs> him on the bench. Global's on every episode. He just Ben Air probably hasn't been bad enough at times to warrant trading him out. But I tell you what, I thought you were Ben Air's biggest fan. Maybe Global is. Yeah, Global's a guy that's walking around the streets of Sydney with the only Ben Air jersey they have. <laughs> Surely there's someone else that's got a Ben Maybe I'll buy a Ben Air jersey just for the rest of the season. Who knows? I think he looks a bit like Matt Morello, Ben Air. But uh, anyway. Where He's do- got no hair. <laughs> He's ben got no the receding, receding hairline incoming. Would you call it the receding airline? <laughs> I like it. I like it. Stop it. Enough of my bad jokes, mate. Let's move on. (laughs) Let's head into the game reviews. Let's review the week just gone. It's time for game talk. Mate, and that, of course, is brought to us by Ryan at Astute Newstead. Again, slide into our our DMs or uh, or contact him directly. Uh, we can put you in touch with him. He'll give you an obligation-free mortgage quote and can get you in contact with, now I hear over 50 different lenders because um, I know I don't have the, um, the effort when I was looking, you know, you're working full-time, you're in a position where you're looking at buying a house, you're obviously spending a lot of time at work if you can afford a house. Um, so let him do the work for you and um, get you the best interest rate. Just go home and sleep in your beautiful house and then spend 14 hours at work every day. How good. Yeah, um, exactly. But interest interest rates are hurting us at the moment and he can definitely help out and lower that interest rate and stuff. So, uh, and uh, as Matty cracks another tin, very, very fitting. I actually haven't experienced the Matty cracking a tin in my face on a podcast since the NRL. So it feels, uh, I'm feeling really nostalgic right now. It's It's been good. I don't, I don't want to focus too much on the other sports at the moment, but those poor NRL players that flew all the way to Vegas just to watch the Raiders and whoever they played for it to be 3-0. Um, they talked about entertainment a lot in the NRL, and I tell you what, we're going to score more than three points when we play in Vegas. I really, I really hope so. Uh, you know, Billy Walters over there and a few other guys, so that'd be a good yeah, little experience Billy's for Campbell them. Graham, Spencer Lenu, um, Aaron Woods. Yeah. Jesus, Aaron Woods, fuck me. All right. Anybody can go then. Congrats to Aaron Woods. <laughs> Shout out his retirement trip. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we'll, uh, we'll head into Cairns versus Sydney. So they had these shot clock issues up there, and they actually played the, a lot of the game without a shot clock which was wild because Sydney ended up getting up and they were just passing the ball around, wasting time, doing what we in Toowoomba basketball called the Rod Logan, um, which is where you just waste as much time as possible. Anyway, they were in the bonus very, very early. And this game went till like probably midnight in, um, in daylight times. It was, it was an absolute mess. Yeah. Uh- I saw everybody carrying on on Twitter. I'll be honest, I didn't watch this game. I'm a Sydney Kings fan, by the way, and I didn't watch this game. Pretty bad for me. But I'm I'm pretty sure it was the debut for BBL, so you can forgive me for that. I've been watching BBL instead of the NBL. But um, I had Jalen Adams captain this week, so I was feeling pretty good after game one. Probably not feeling that good after his second game, so we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But... Yeah, Taj McCall and Paddy Miller. I also have Paddy Miller without having Taj McCall. So they both got 34, led the way in the, in the scoring there, super coach-wise, and Jalen Adams, 34 as well. So I was feeling pretty good. Miller and McCall are usually my, the, the two guys I look at in terms of comparison and go, okay, I'm on track this week um, by not being a McCall owner. And then when you see Wardenberg at 21 and, you know, was it Roberts got seven in eight minutes? We spoke about him. That was a bit of a stinker. Yeah. I've got Bobby Clintman and Taron Armstrong still as well. I feel like I've got literally the whole fucking 10 people that take the court at Cairns. Um, and I've got Jonah Bolden, and he actually was well, – you tell me what happened there. He got six super coach points. What's, what's going on with Bolden in game one? Because he turned it on in game two, but what happened here? I think Hunter was just – better in this game. Uh, Hunter played the 21 minutes in there at centre and DJ Hogue 
found himself playing some center minutes as well. Um, I think that it's just matchup based with Jonah Bolden and Jordan Hunter. They're sort of polar opposites out there on the floor. And consider Jonah Bolden somebody like you would a, a Chris Goulding. He's a bit of a flamethrower. And when things are going his way, he's going to be on and he's a chance of scoring 40. But when he's off, you know, here he is. And what's that? A chance of scoring 13. Yeah. Um, well, we got six. So yeah. no good. No good for owners there, but he redeemed himself can, a little bit. Can I just mention a little bit your hunter there? Um, yeah. Look, I think he's getting the bulk of the rebounds along with DJ Hogue out there. So he's pretty, pretty good to be out there. I think with how many free throws Jordan Adams took, if you take away his 12 from 12 free throws, and that was, I suppose in relation to the fact that the power went out. I Mm. think there's some real alarm bells about Jalen Adams. And if you brought him in, I think it's time to get him out this week, even at the loss at 350K. And I know that some guys are going to be in, sorry, in that position. Yeah, me. Um, Yeah, I I think I'll move him on this week. We'll talk about trades at the end of the show, but... I think a um, little bit of one and done for me with, with Jalen Adams. So, like, can you talk about Jalen Galloway? Because he was quality. Right, he's great. And he was great. He was probably the the best cheapie of the year so far, maybe outside of Bolden, but especially because they had a pretty good schedule there at the start of the year. Yeah, and I started with was, him. And, he, um, yeah. and when he got injured, I traded him out. And I think most people did. But I think a few people took a punt on him last week and it seemed to work out for him. And Jalen Galloway, whoever's playing that forward, that power forward role for the Sydney Kings, seems to just be really producing. I'm not sure if it's their system or whatever. But DJ Hogue's been really good. 17 um, 7 and 3 in this one. And Galloway playing the same role 13 7 and 2. Uh, you going to really like that from your forward and they played a bit later on so we're going to have a bit of a chat about those players again in a bit um jonah antonio started again didn't have the impact in this one even though he just missed out he could have got those extra three points if he took that if took that shot a millisecond earlier but yeah bull qual's been all right but yeah, look, you're not looking at too much from this one from anyone outside of Miller and McCall. Miller would have had a ripper score if you took away his seven turnovers as well. That should be noted. Yeah, I saw that. That hurts. What is it? Minus 14. Uh, would have given him, what, 50? So, yeah, kind of hurts. Doesn't really make up the difference, though, with uh, Taj's second game. But, uh, yeah, as a Paddy Miller owner, I'm not upset. Um. Let's go into Illawarra versus Perth, and this was a major upset, Illawarra taking care of Perth in this one. Well, you didn't expect Perth to go down by 18 points to Illawarra, did you? Uh, no. You think LaMelo Ball made a trip back to uh, feature for the Hawks, but uh, not to be. Um, Bryce Cotton and uh, Doolittle are the two guys I have in my team. Usually I only look at the players I have in my team. I don't put too much stock into the others. But Clark with 43, Harvey 36, Froling 30, all had pretty big games against Perth. I looked at the scores, the box score about at three-quarter time, and Perth were just nowhere near where they needed to be. What what happened here? What was, what was the difference in this game? Honestly, Illawarra and the alarm bells sort of went off last week with how good they played against the bullets. Um, but I maybe just recency bias from watching the bullets for the last few years. I just thought the bullets shut the bed, but maybe the Hawks are actually really good. Like we're in finals or at least play in contention there. Um, maybe the Hawks are just really good. I think anybody playing that sort of center role, anybody's playing that power forward role for the Hawks really seem to be going really well. Like you've got Gaz Clark and he is worth 300 K at the moment. You've got Sam Froling playing and cooking along there at nearly 350 K. Basically anybody playing those positions have been really good. I haven't expected that from Harvey. He's early two hundreds, but one guy I would like to talk about, and I know you love a cheapie. AJ Johnson was 58K last week, and he scored 18. Um, the schedule isn't really good for Illawarra, but it's something you could get around for a bit of cash generation. 
I'll tell you what, the photo that they've got in Supercoach for AJ Johnson doesn't do him any justice, does it? Have a go at the hair on the bloke. Holy shit. Um, yeah, I mean, they've got a double next week, but nearly every team have a double, don't they, next week? So we don't really put too much stock oh, in no, that. Oh, no, no, there's only three next week. It's the week after, yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay, so they've got a double next week. So there's a bit of relevance with him if you're looking for maybe a downgrade option um, in your guard spot, which is definitely what I'm looking for. Could he Could he realistically be the Taron Armstrong downgrade to AJ Johnson? Maybe we do it early and we just go to a cheapie to fund other positions? Yeah, well, it could get you 100K, and that 100K, if it can – I know I'm the one person in the world with Denzel Valentine, but if it can get you up to a source um, from somebody, um, yeah, you could have a crack. I don't mind it. I'm looking for a downgrade option so I can get in um, Taj McCall because I can't go another week without him. I just have to get him in. So I think it'll be Jalen Adams to Taj McCall, I'd say, but I need 50-odd K to, to fund that, so I think that's probably the logical option. Um, so I'll probably probably take a punt on that move, but we'll see. You'll probably talk me out of it by the end of the episode, I think. <laughs> no, some of the guys in the chat um, are saying that it was um, AJ Johnson's season, and it sounds like Tatum's really just unlocked him. Um, he did say he was going to shorten the bench, which he hasn't really happened yet. Um, but, yeah, look, AJ Johnson's getting minutes, and that's not something that we saw as, at all for somebody that was 115K to drop all the way to 58K. Under Jacomas, he was getting absolutely nothing. Um, he's getting a little bit now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't mind it. I think he's not a bad play. Any of these Mate, Perth guys Pinder, relevant? Yeah, Pinder come back a little bit, and those who are holding Saar, I don't think you can jump on Saar, um, but those who are – holding Saar and even holding Pinder as he dropped cash. Um, I think Pinder at 300K with a break even of nine, when the schedule allows for it, it just doesn't really now. Um, but they, he does have a double in round 12. You could really get him in maybe this week and then ride the double next week, but it's hard. Like that's the week. So round 12 is the week that basically everybody has the double. So I'm not, Riding too much stocks in that double. Man, Perth's schedule's just bad the more I look at it. They've, yeah, I mean, they've got single this week into a double, single, single, single. So, I mean, they've got a double, double around 16, 17, but they probably become relevant then. Um, yeah, oh, I'd say you're right. I'd say there's better options. I, and I mean, for me, I, I looked at, I just went, you know what? Big Source or JLA are probably the two premium centers in the comp. I'll just get one of them. And I'll rotate between them potentially. I'll just get sauce and I'll just leave him there all season. He gets you 40 on a single. Like, just leave him yep. there. How many other better options are there than him? Um, well, that's an excellent segue because a better thing than sauce Didn't even mean is that. Big Dick Willie Magne. Um, <laughs> the Tasmania Jack Jumpers took care of the breakers and Magne. And we're talking about a guy that was a cheapie a few weeks ago. Um, Went and dropped 38 on these guys. Um, he was really good. Uh, Lee possibly injured. Um, look, Magnate just looks looks great, and he looks like a guy that I want in my team. I wonder if you've missed the boat now if you don't have him. Uh, oh, yeah, maybe. I think so. He's got a break at 34 going into a Oh, let me just double check if he's going into a double. Um, he's got a break even of thirty four going into a single, at um, oh into into two doubles in a row. Actually, yeah, you could probably still get uh, Big Willie. Yeah, thirty four. Actually, no, I th- I thought it was a single. Um, thirty four into a double double. So they've got a double double. Yep. They play Perth and Sydney next week, and then Illawarra and Phoenix the week after. So, yeah, uh, he's a great grab. 277 if you're looking for a downgrade from one of those guys, even a Doolittle or someone like that. I think he's 290. Um, and yep. the dual position's awesome with Magne as well. You can shuffle him up and down. So I think he's a good grab. Got the start. You know what's crazy? Again, in this game, he only played 18 minutes. Um, that's 12 and 12 in 18 minutes. Um, he's just a point-per-minute beast. He's a Mo Wagner, isn't he, for the magic, if you're an NBA yeah. fan. The guy just comes in and just jacks up shots for fun. Um, and Boogie, no, it's it's the real brain on the screen. Someone, uh, I don't know who it is in the chat, but someone just loves to comment as me every single week. And it's so there's some concerning comments in there. But uh, we'll, leave, we'll leave them for the, uh, for the next podcast. But um, 
Yeah, no, no. I the Tassie should the the Jack Jumper players should be a focus now. I mean Crawford and Magnay, maybe even McVeigh are probably the three guys you probably want to look at with their double double yeah. coming up this week. I will never get McVeigh in my team ever again. The two weeks that I've owned him, he like averaged like sixteen, and every other week he's been fucking phenomenal. So I'm staying away from him. Um, look, obviously Doyle out of this one. Um, out of his control a little bit. He's gone back to America, which I don't know if you guys know geography is a fair while away from Australia, but uh, he's gone back for the funeral for his father. Um, there is, and obviously they're not asking lots of questions or anything on the internet. I'm not, you know, tagging him in the internet on, on Twitter to try and get an answer, but there's no real, he might not even play this week is what I'm trying to get out. Yeah kind of hurts doesn't it but i mean look at the end of the day things like this happen it's a shame for him and you know thoughts go out to his family and and him but um yeah he comes back when he comes back i'm I'm sure we'll find out at some point i'm sure someone's going to put something out saying that he's on the next flight or whatever so we'll we'll know when we know Uh, at the end of the day you're probably better off planning without him at least for for one of these two doubles and then if he ends up playing you put him in at the last minute i'm thinking jordan crawford gets an even bigger bump with him out from what I saw from their one game. And I'm going to cover Jack Jumpers a little bit more in this one because it's their only game. 30 points, three rebounds, three assists, and a steal. Um, look, yeah, I just – you just want him in your team, the form that he's in. He's at 343K, break even of 49. I think Jordan Crawford is getting close to must own. Only 5% of teams have him too. Let me ask you this then. All right. So if you're in my position and you've got to get out Jalen Adams, are you get are you going for Crawford or McCall? Because that's probably McCall. the decision I need to make. McCall? McCall. Yeah. Okay. Um both double doubles coming up. Cairns Triple have double for Cairns. An extra one afterwards, which is still phenomenal. That's actually crazy still. How many? One, two, three, four, five, six doubles in a row. Um, yeah, seven doubles in eight weeks. Oh, no, eight doubles in nine weeks. Yeah, no, you've got to get Taj McCall still. But if you can get Crawford as well, um, yeah, that would be a really good play. I could get Crawford. Uh, I have to trade out Bryce Cotton. So anyway, we can talk about that a little bit later. If you had to pick between, like I've currently got Lamb and Parker Jackson Cartwright. Um, if you had to pick one of them to keep after this game, it's Parker Jackson Cartwright because he come into it with a low break even and has an 18 break even again, especially when he's, I suppose his three round average has been, um, has been 59 and he's got a break even of 18, um, you've got to hold on to Parker Jackson Cartwright for another week. Yeah, oh, look, it makes sense, doesn't it? It's um, He's been quality. He's called 41 this week um, against Tassie as well, who have, have been notoriously pretty good all year. And what, you get 77 and 61 on his doubles the last couple of weeks. So, like, you're not really going to get let down by PJC at all. So you can't you can't go wrong. Yeah, no, and he's been good. Like, he's one of those rare situations where he's going to get points. He's going to be good on a double regardless. And he's going to get cash generation. Um, Look, and Global saying, I think the time for cash generation is over. If you can get a guy that you can probably bank in for at least 30, and he's going to generate you some cash, that's the perfect scenario. I might argue with Global that it's not. I don't know how many rounds. It's halfway through the season. Still got heaps of time. Like you, you've got guys. Imagine if you pick up an AJ Johnson and he makes like 50, 60 k from here, or maybe let's be more realistic. He makes an extra forty, and that's the difference between you getting up to the maybe the last primo that you need versus being a little bit caught short in the mid range. So I don't know. I feel like what we're in round ten. Like we still got yep. so much time left, and I think if you keep building your bank up for the next maybe three, four rounds, I think you can then target the better players you want for the final five, five rounds or so. Yep. Um, let's head on to Adelaide versus Cairns, and Adelaide loses again. 
Um, DJ 3J was pretty good, even though he's $4,000 poorer. Uh, Trey Kell, 39 points. Humphreys, 30. Wiley, 29. Actually, a lot can be taken from this Adelaide team and their top couple players actually really performing on a super coach level, or at least a stat level. Yeah. Can't really argue Shit with that. teams can still score really well. Um, and I know that I'm saying that I didn't want to touch any Adelaide players, but there's a new coach in town and they seem to be playing. He seems to be playing the Adelaide starters a lot of minutes. And look, 36 minutes from Trey Kell, uh, 31 minutes from Wiley, 37 minutes from DJ 3J. Um, I know Mitch McCarron's the captain, but 10 minutes, I don't know what's going on there. He was a guy that could do a bit of rebounding, do a bit of everything, but fuck me. Like, I'd, I'd be so disappointed. He was in the conversation early on. I remember the Supercoach Hawk back in the day was uh, pumping up McCarran's tyres a little bit, saying he might be an option leading into with Adelaide's doubles. Um, but, yeah, you look at the Supercoach scoring here, you've got four blokes over 29, and then the next closest score was seven. So it's it's very clear they're leaning into these four guys, Wiley, Humphrey, Kel, Vasilievich. Like, it's a no-brainer that those are the only four options, potentially. Um, what's their schedule look like? Is there any relevance there? Or are, we, are we not? Is there nothing happening? Look, They've got a couple of seasons coming up. Adelaide's schedule was really good earlier on in the season, but you couldn't trust them. Um, if At round 13, if you have a look, they go 2-1, 2-2. Um, and that's probably where you could target some some Adelaide players. Because uh, everybody else's schedule is pretty boring through that period, apart from Sydney. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So nobody plays more games than Adelaide from rounds 13 to 16. So, yeah, you could probably look at a Trey Kell, ride the hot hand, uh, DJ3J. But DJ3J is now pushing 300K, like, pretty hard. Yeah. It, it, do you want to pay 300K for a for a guy from Adelaide? Like... I've watched the pod a lot, and you guys have shat on Adelaide more than you've shat on any other team in the in the NBL. But I mean, yeah, to like be fair, West you just side. mentioned the. Oh, come on, mate! Don't you start. There's a. They're like in the when you change coaches, you just don't know what's going to happen. And I think you know, um, maybe Tatum is the uh, maybe he's the Benji Marshall of the coaching world. You just never know. <laughs> Tatum's the coach. Tatum's the coach of the Hawks, man. Oh, for fuck's sake! All right, I was close. <laughs> Who's the coach? Who's the coach? Who am I missing? Um, the um, the guy from Adelaide. Anyway, he's, oh, whoever the he's, fuck that is, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Cairns type ends. Taj McCall over the week raises the bat for the first time. Um, this is the first. Is that the first hundred? Hundred. Yeah. How good? Fifteen assists got him there. You know what I hate so much is that I don't own him. I don't know whether I've mentioned that yet this episode or not, but I don't own him and it hurts me, hurts myself. Um, but Paddy Miller went and got 36 and uh, Wardenberg is back uh, with 30. Clintman was really good. This is sort of why I was saying to hold Clintman, even though he dropped a heap of cash. I think he'll make that back over this next little run. I'm really glad I didn't trade him out. Um, Josh Roberts disappointing again. And as we said, Taron Armstrong pretty ordinary uh, with his minutes even. Um, he was getting some minutes, um, but it just seems to be dwindling. Like in the first game, he had 17 minutes, and then he gets 10 in this one. Mate, like Taron Armstrong being the second coming of Josh Giddy, it's not going to happen. No, it doesn't look like it. Minutes aren't favoring him, are they? And um, was there a game that he started recently? Maybe what, two yeah. a week, two weeks ago? Yeah, a couple of weeks ago he was starting. He was starting beside Miller. And then they've brought – well, they brought Jonah Antonio into the starting lineup there for a little bit, and they've actually brought um, Roberts back in now, and they've sort of playing Taj McCall at guard where he was playing a power forward there. So, yeah, they've just been reshuffling. They were going pretty bad when Taron Armstrong was starting, and now they're going well with him off the bench. Yeah, look, Taron, the Maybe time time's on. over. And – you're right. If you've got to trade up your sleeve, maybe AJ Johnson is the answer. Yeah, don't mind that. It frees up. What's what's Taron Armstrong's price now? 150, 150 on the dot. Yeah. So you can you can make 70k there with that trade. Um look, let's go into Melbourne and Brisbane. <laughs> and speaking of games that I turned off, um 
Melbourne 103, Brisbane Bullets 68. Mate, Bannon is everything to these boys. Yeah, I, I don't know whether I saw a little tear roll down your eye there when you mentioned 68. Not not the best score ever. They they got annihilated here, didn't they? At least, Wasn't a good one. At least I could have. At least I could have laughed if they got 69. <laughs> could have played the soundbite, the giggity. But <laughs> yeah, uh, no luck. Um, look, DJ Mitchell actually played pretty well. Um, or did play really well. DJ Mitchell's a really good player. Just finds himself sort of stuck behind Bannon and probably just being a better fit. Um, Bannon is with their starting lineup. Uh, Chris Smith's been pretty good in the last couple of weeks, but you know, he scores as many points as he does. Super coach points. Um, doesn't get any peripherals there. Sam McDaniels is making a bit of a resurgence of late. Um, Sobey was ordinary in his 250th game. Um, Melbourne United aren't relevant relevant in any way, shape, or form. But they do have a double this week. I actually half looked at Delhi at getting Delhi back in this week. I'm not sure if I'll be able to pull the trigger. Um, but, look, I needed somebody that was 300K in one iteration of my trade so far. And, um, yeah, Delhi's been good. Sorry, cut out. Sorry, I'm back. I think I'm good. Delhi's been really good. So, um, Delhi's averaged 30 in the last five rounds, just been super consistent. Um, And I suppose the boys in the chat are still mentioning Luke Travis. um, He's got a three round average of 37. Getting into a double, it could be a pod play. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. I reckon that's nice. I mean, everybody jumped on Travis at the start of the season, didn't they? And then people have jumped off when their doubles ended. Uh, 323k though. I think we jumped off at like 260. It didn't, he didn't actually really make that much money by the time their doubles ended. So you probably have to pay a little bit more for him. 53 break even as well. But I mean, if you're chasing points, which you probably are at this point of the season, uh, there's much worse options than Travis, I think. Yeah, I think so. And look, Joe Luala-Chua wasn't the best in this one. Um, he's only 3% owned there. Um, Chris Goulding um, has been dropping. Um, he went up in cash. He went up to 335 and with a break even of 64 this upcoming week, might drop cash again. Um, but yeah, that's even in a game where they absolutely pump the bullets. So Yeah, it's hard to take too much from a game when you win by, what, 35 points? Like you just don't know what they're doing. with. It's probably not their rotation. Players are getting blowout minutes, etc. So yeah, it's hard to get a true indication of what's going on. Mate, hearing all hearing all these great questions coming in, we will have time for question time shortly. Um, but um, Jonah Bolden, even though the Kings lost, Jonah Bolden had thirty seven, and you mentioned he had six in the last game. That's what I was saying about him just being a little bit of a flamethrower. Yeah, it seems like it's hot and cold between him and Hunter. They're just sharing different roles based on who's hot. And can you even go either of them, Not just not knowing what you're going to get game to game? Because they're just going to swap roles all game, like every second game, aren't they? Yeah, and I'm not sure if that's a rhetorical question, but I'm going to answer it no. Um, but Jonah Bolton played 20 minutes and had 15 and 15. Man, if I lived in a world where he got 28 minutes a game, he would be an absolute lock. Yeah, well, everybody was hoping for that at the start of the yeah. season, weren't they? He was uh, very popular at the start of the season and then people jumped off when they saw his role. But yeah, I, I mean, I took a punt on him as a bit of a pod. I couldn't afford Hogue, uh, who was my preference, obviously, which you'd rather him if you could afford him, of course. But um, yeah, I took a punt on Bolden. So, I mean, it could have been much worse with that second game blowout, really, couldn't it? Yeah, and Adams was good in this one again. Um, better than Hogue, um, who had... Seven and seven in his 29 minutes. Um, Of course, the 19 and not many peripheral stats from Adams was all right. The five turnovers really hurt him, though, this game. Yeah, I mean, I look at scores and I jump in the box score and I'm like, shit, he must be going okay. And then I scroll all the way to the right and I look at the turnovers. I'm like, ah, fuck, seven turnovers, that'll do it. Um, Paddy Miller every single week finds his way into five or six turnovers and uh, the bloke could probably be averaging the most super coach points in the in the in the comp at the moment, but uh, yeah, turnovers are hurting him. So, killer. Look, um, I know a flying toilet's not on, but let's have a look at the Phoenix and Matt Kenyon played thirty three minutes. 
Um, there's some opportunity there. Uh, Garrick Brown played 31 minutes. Ben Eyre starting actually played the most minutes out of anybody out there. Um, five turnovers, but 13 and four there. He's a cheapie that's somebody that you could look at. Um, but what everybody's here for is for us to hear about Big Source. Uh, 21 points, 15 rebounds, three assists, two turnovers. The man's a beast. Yeah, 46 super coach points. Um, you, do you, okay, my question for you here is do you just disregard doubles now completely and you just roll with Big Source at center and you just leave him there for the rest of the season? So a lot of people are thinking that, but no. And maybe it's just me chasing okay. upside, but I do think that I can get on a guy for 200, even 300K instead of paying 450 for Williams that's going to play twice. And I'm going to take a punt. I think on a double, I would rather take a punt on a Jonah Bolden than pay up 450K for Big Source. And I am probably Big Source. I actually really have been enjoying Big Source's podcast. Um, shout, out, shout out to the big dog. And Barbecue Sauce is the best source, apart from Alan Agreed. Williams, because um, I think that I will take a punt. On, and maybe it's just the gambling man in me. I'd rather play Jonah Bolden, even though he's the inferior player at the moment, than play Big Source. Yeah, and but you've got to think as well, like Jonah Bolden gets you even 15 or 20 points shy of Alan Williams, but you're paying half the price. So yeah. what can you do with the extra cash in the other positions is what you've got to consider. Two, 282K for Bolden versus 453K for Big Source. Like that, you can do a lot with, what's the math, 150K. Yeah, I really like it. Um, I'm probably the one person in the world that had Denzel Valentine. Um, I It was a little bit of a pod play, um, and he ended up with 40-odd during the week. He's got a break-even of 28. Um, I've ran the experiment, and I'm going to be trying to get Denzel Valentine out this week. Should I um, – so getting him in, should I mimic Hammer in saying that you're entitled to your wrong opinion? Because <laughs> yeah, I, I know he, that he'd be thinking the same thing. He's not a Denzel Valentine fan, and I've, I've heard this very clear from the start after he burnt him. What made you go back? Was it just role-based? Yeah, it was role-based. He's guard forward eligible. I was looking for a guy that could slot in there. I was looking for a guy that had upside and nobody had him in the top couple of percent. Um, he still hasn't burnt me. Like he still rolled out with a 40-odd this week and I started him and I was in the top 2% this week. Um, it just wasn't the right play and now that Sydney's schedule goes away from it, it's just time to move on from Valentine. I've got no reason to hold him. I had a dig. He actually didn't burn me. He just yeah. plateaued me out. Yeah. And, and look, he, what, what, did he score more than Adams this week or pretty close to it? Yeah. Um, yeah. With Adams' second game. So, I mean, yeah, you're paying much less. You're saving 80K by going Valentine instead of Adams. So, you, you can't complain too much. Yeah. Um, mate, we've finished that. Um, should we get and have a little bit of a chat about our community team? Um, because I am pretty keen to have a chat about this. Um, can you explain what our community team is, mate? Yeah, so community team in the Discord every single week. If you're not in the Discord, first of all, it should be in the description below in the link. So just click on the link there and it'll uh, take you into the welcome there. Um, but in the Discord every week, we basically created a team in the preseason where everyone got a vote. Everyone got an opportunity to talk about the players they wanted in. And um, basically, we come up with a team and we talk about the trades every week and we vote on the trades, the captains, the vice captains, etc. Um, so it, it's actually doing pretty well. What are we coming, Matty? Mate, we are now 133rd. So uh, that's wild. Many hands make light work. Um, we had the 94th highest score this week with 466. And there's discussion around the trades every week. So we've got a pretty strong team. Um, look, we had Taj McCall, Patty Miller, Jalen Adams, DJ Hogue, Wardenberg, Magne. And generally, as somebody says what they want the trades to be, and whatever gets the most likes is what we do. And the consensus seems to be usually the right answer apart from the fact that we got Josh Roberts in this week, um, but we did play him off the bench. Um, we've still got a boost left. 170K in the bank. Honestly, like, 
the community team is a better chance of winning the comp than I am. <laughs> We've actually done really well. Um, and the beauty of it is if we end up just by some chance winning a week or we make a bit of cash or we make top 10 or something, something happens that's pretty wild, we'll donate that money to charity as well. So, um, yeah, so some pretty cool stuff happening in the Discord. So if you're not in there, jump in, have a vote on the team and, and have your say so that we can try and get up the rankings. And I don't want it to sound like a shameless plug, but while we're talking about the Discord, there's FPL chat, there's NBA chat, there's BBL chat, there's NRL chat, there's AFL chat. Just talk with like-minded people about the things you guys love. So, Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's been a good time. I'll tell you what, my fingers are sore from the BBL chat over the weekend, people talking about their teams <laughs> and stuff. I couldn't help but get involved. Um, but it's good because people are talking about their last-minute moves and they do that in NBL too, like you half an hour before the game and people are tossing up between two options and you get a bit of feedback from the community on what they think is best. So yeah, it, it's definitely a good idea to jump in and have a chat with people and, and it makes the decisions that you're making in Supercoach much easier week to week. No, sounds good. Let's have, there's lots of great questions coming in the chat and I think we're going to spend a bit of time answering them, um, but let's have a look at some early trade thoughts. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to report a trade. Mate, in case you haven't noticed with my Denzel Valentine pick, sometimes I like to zig when some people are zagging, and so many people are looking at adding Alan Williams this week. Everybody's looking at him. He played 20 minutes in the last game. Uh, 15 mm -hmm. and 15, he was great. You want to know who was also great? Mitch Creek. Good 44 super points, 33 real points. I think I'm going to go Lamb to Mitch Creek and then Denzel Valentine to Jordan Crawford. Um, that's my early thought. And I would love to maybe be able to get Source in, but if I'm getting Crawford, unless I'm going all the way down to like an AJ Johnson or somebody that interests me in that way, and with the way that my team makeup is at the moment, I've still got Parker Jackson Cartwright sitting there on the bench. I think the best thing for my team is to go Creek and Crawford. Um, what are you thinking, mate? Um, I am thinking Jalen Adams. I got him on a one-week rental last week, uh, trying to get him in, obviously attacking the Sydney Kings double. So Adams will probably go out. Um, but I need to get Taj McCall. I was a little bit cautious initially about getting Taj McCall because I had too many Cairns players, but I think I just need to really stop worrying about how many players I have from Cairns and, and just kind of just get the bloke in. Um, he, he's been quality. So I'll get, I'll go Adams to McCall, but then I need to free up about 50 K to do that. So I'll probably do Taron Armstrong to AJ Johnson to fund that trade. I can't really find another trade that I really like. I mean, I've got Source at centre, Bolden as my backup, but then I've got Magne and Wardenberg at, in forward and Doolittle and Clintman on the bench. So, I mean, then none of them are really stinking it up enough for me to stress too much. So, and I, I wouldn't mind holding Doolittle and Cotton on the bench for their double next week. So... That's probably how I'm thinking. I'm probably thinking Adams to um, McCall and Armstrong down to AJ Johnson. If I can say anything, I think I would probably make sure that you use your jewels and start Willie Magne next week. Um, yeah, he's definitely starting over, him off forward. Yeah. Well, start him at centre. Over Source on a double. Oh, you've got Source. Sorry, I forget that you've got Source. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah. He's he's my captain this week. Sorry, I ruined the next yep. segment, but he's uh, nah. he's just a lock and load for captain next week. No, nah, I'm not. I won't even talk about my captains. I'm going to be here on Wednesday, but I'll probably just double. I think a lot of people are going to captain Taj McCall, and with the way that Taj McCall scores really well, and we saw it at the start of the year, he went pretty ordinary at times at the start of the year when he was coming back. And I wonder if he has a low score in him, but right now I don't think Paddy Miller has a low score in him. I am going to go safety safety first because I'm a bit of a punter in some of the other categories. Like what Boogie said, um, people are going to stay away from Creek because his worst score was against the uh, against the United team. Southeast Melbourne have been that good at the moment. Maybe... Maybe he's back and he can, yeah, he can score really well against them. Zig when people zag, I think, but there's still a safety net with Mitch Creek. He's not going to score that low. 
And I think if you're, uh, you know, outside of the top thousand or something like that, you can take a bit of a riskier punt, or you, you know, you want to make a little bit of ground up. Um, if you're in the top two hundred or top one hundred or something like that, it's probably better to go with the crowd and, and find a safer move and try and find your move elsewhere. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. Mate, would you mind starting to rack up these questions? I can do that, of course. Corey Blackledge is asking, thoughts on Sobe to Big Source and Adams to Crawford? Makes sense to me. Absolutely love it. I can't think of two things I would rather do more. Um, Brisbane's schedule is actually awful, so that's um, that's great. And Adams, as I will question this, and I'm currently bringing in Crawford, and Global's mentioned, is Doyle back? Um, if Doyle's back, I might stay away from Anna, uh, from Crawford. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, otherwise that's probably the only thing. I just don't think that the upside for him scoring 40 points a game, he could ton up this weekend. Yeah, okay. Heard it here first. Um, your doppelganger on... YouTube is saying AJ Johnson season. Sounds like uh, that's the consensus. So I'm on board with that. I'm all for it. Uh, and he also thinks Willie Magna is captain. That is big source. Um, I just think um, it's hard. Like he scored 38, but he still only played 18 minutes. I can't captain somebody that's only playing 18 minutes a game. Yeah. Yeah. The, the minutes are a concern, I think, um, with the role that he's got. So no, I agree with that. Uh, my doppelganger has said Berger is back. Uh, wants to know Air or Crawford. Oh, look, I'm going to delve into Air a little bit more because he's 110k um, with a break even of eight, and is now starting in one of the best teams. Him playing 100, oh, him playing 35 minutes on the weekend, which I genuinely didn't notice. Um, I went to the Christmas carols with my young fella um, during that one, but. I think it's Ben Air season again. Look, I think he's going to be not as good as Crawford, but I think what you do with the second trade is the question. Like, if whatever you're doing to trade to Crawford generates 200K, that'll get you a source. That'll get you a Mitch Creek. That'll make sure that you have Taj McCall or Paddy Miller if you don't have them in one trade without having a boost for it. It depends what you're doing with the second trade, but... Maybe a Taron to Ben Air is safer than an AJ Johnson to Ben Air is probably the definitely, especially with a double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm all for that. If the, if that could create me the cash to get McCall, I would, but it can't. So I'm I'm probably yep. just going to have to take a punt on Johnson. Uh, Theo Manos asking uh, Williams and Quoll or Golding and Creek ranked 404. Lo- I'm sure the K is not supposed to be there. Rank 404th. Love the content. Keep it up. So what do you think? I like. Oof. This is a tricky one. I like. Yeah, the issue is you're going to have to trade out Gilding and Creek the following week. Um, so I think Williams and Qual for this question. But I wonder if there's a bit of a hybrid or something that you can do. I do wonder if a Creek and. Like you could probably get Creek and Qual um, or something like that. Oh. I, I really don't know. I would go Williams and Quell for that one, only because you don't have to trade out Quell the following week. Quell's minutes have been yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was going to say Quell, he's got the triple-double coming up. At least you've got the security there of getting six cracks over the next three rounds at a score for him. Yeah. yeah. And, and Golding, Golding is just points, gonna, isn't he? And he's going to drop in cash maybe this week. I wonder if... I wonder if there's an option where you could go Creek and somebody else instead of Goulding um, that could be better than Williams and Quell. Worth a worth a shout. Hit us up in the comments, Theo, if you've got a better option there. Uh, Global is asking, do we get rid of our New, Ze- New Zealand players when they have a double game next week? Everybody has a double game next week. So the only teams that don't have a double game next week... Uh, Adelaide, we're not looking at them anyway. And Melbourne, which for some reason we're looking at them again now because um, it's the last opportunity maybe to look at them for the year. But everybody has a double game week next week. 
chances are the people you're trading, Lamb and Parker Jackson Cartwright mm-hmm. too, maybe Mango too, have a double next week anyway. So it's irrelevant. Yeah, fair enough. This next question um, is is controversial, but you've started for a reason, so we're going to roll with it. Um, who had the worst incident, Matt Lodge or Talatau Amon? I think Amon. Oh, you reckon? It's a hammer, man. Yeah, I know, but I mean, you know what Matt Lodge did too, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. like broke into a house in someone's front door and beat someone up. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think they're both shit house. Shit blokes 11 they're in. I would rather someone come into my house with their fists than come at me with a hammer. Even Matt Lodge's fists. (laughs) They're they're hammers, basically. So (laughs) probably even. We'll give it 50-50 on that one. Um, Josh is asking, do you consider Josh Childress a king or a 36er? Honestly, a king. Um, That's where he come in. Um, That hair just comes across. I also consider him a Phoenix Sun. So... um, yeah, I might get a Josh Childress Suns jersey um, later on in the year. I might rock that. <laughs> Good luck finding one. Uh, Global's asking Lamb out, or he's telling you, Lamb's out for Crawford. Do you agree? Yeah, look, I don't hate it. I am going to be using that Lamb money for, I would either use it for a sauce or a creek myself. Um, but yeah, look, that's only due to jewels. Um, yeah, Lamb to Crawford, perfectly fine. He could turn up this week. That's um, You heard it here first. Oh, big call. Love that. Um, so Hayden wants to know, does he trade in Creek and Clintman or Sauce and Ben Air? Uh, Sauce and Air because I see it as a way. I think Sauce will probably outscore Creek. Um, there's always the chance Creek does it, and there's always a chance anything could happen. But Air's going to generate you some cash as well. Clintman's going to get you some good points, but I'm not sure the cash generation's going to stay there. I think that he's going to go between 200 and 240K, whereas Air, with Cummings out permanently, like we're not talking about an injury, like Air starting with Cummings out permanently, played 35 minutes, finding his feet, 110K. Air could be 200K and make you 100K, and you could just sit him on your bench. Yeah, I don't hate it. Is he dual position, guard forward? No, no, Air's just guard. No, spewing. Oh, I'm thinking he's about, um, Henshaw. He's about, a, he's about as small as you, man. Uh, I actually, can play forward. His, actually, his hairline's about as bad as yours, too. I don't know. It's there. I'll just cover yep. it up. I can make sure my hair's nah, his, his, yeah. is, his is worse. My bad. Thank fuck. Thank you. Um, Adrian wants to know Sauce or Crawford. Two pretty popular guys this week. As much as I think Crawford could turn up, I'm going Sauce. Fair call. Uh, moving into the NBA again. Who's your favorite mid-2010s NBA role player? Josh wants to know. Norris Cole has to be up there. Who do you reckon? No, nah, Jared, Jared Bayless, 100%. Like, um, I'm, just, I'm just coming out there. I just can't. Oh. Look, when the, when the Grizzlies were struggling and Jared, Jared Bayless was just an absolute pocket rocket. I remember him coming in. And the Grizzlies were rolling in at like eighth, and Jerris Bayless, he was Jared Bayless, he was a firecracker. You're only talking about Norris Cole because Miami were on TV a bit more. Uh, his deep cuts <laughs> with NBA need to get better, I think. You heard it here first. Bit of a Old slap King back. Cole. Uh, <laughs> uh, is Doyle back? Global, we don't know yet. We'll keep you informed. Jump in the Discord. I'm sure someone's going to pop it in the Discord as soon as they hear any news. Usually, some people are a bit quicker on news than we are, so and they pop it in there for us. So, jump in the community there. Uh, Callum wants to know, or he's trading Doolittle and DJ this week to get in Creek and either Saar or Jalen Galloway, which would be better on the bench in his forward position. Neither. Oh, I think surely there there's option? somebody. Yeah, surely I think that there's somebody better than Saar and Galloway. I might even duck away and have a bit of a look at it. I think Sar's schedule's pretty ordinary, and I think Skid- Sydney's schedule doesn't. Re- oh. Look, I'm going to go Jalen Galloway due to the schedule, if I had to pick. But I reckon that there's probably some better players for 200k that you could target in that forward spot, and I'll have a bit of a think for you, man. Maybe maybe slide us a DM on Discord, and we'll uh, I'll have a look at it. Nice. And, and Corey Blackledge has one more. Could I get air for Roberts as a boost? 
So it just depends, I guess, how many boosts you have left, Corey. Um, let us know in the chat yeah. if you if you if have. If you it. have two boosts left, I don't hate it because you got Roberts for cash generation, and I think the cash generation is. I want to say up. Maybe we just got it wrong. I think that they will ride Roberts if the bench, the other guys are doing poorly and Roberts is an absolute gun, but they didn't start him at the start of the year for a reason. And I know I got him in, so I'm going to look like an absolute hypocrite, but I just saw their team playing so much better when Roberts was out there that I thought that he would have that role there. I thought that he would at least get 18, 20 minutes a night and he was cheap as chips. Um, I don't like boosting for it, but I like trading for it, if that's my answer. If you have two it's or three a good answer. boosts left, do it. Yeah. I've got one boost. Uh, I reckon if you've got two boosts, you can probably have a crack because most people would have one left. So yep. probably got a free free swing there. Um, Josh is on my team. He reckons it's Lodge as well, so that's 2v1. Thank you. Uh, so Global, Lamb, and Lat for Source and Crawford. Thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that you've got to – like, I don't mind getting rid of Latmayan now. Um, I really like getting rid of Lamb now. I think the, any cash generation is drawn up. Yeah, Source and Crawford, that's honestly the best trades that you could do this week, in my opinion. Good shout. Uh, Theo, Air or Quoll? So he's holding Jalen Adams on the bench. So this, I, I'm assuming, is his option to start. Air. No, no, no brainer. Um, Air could outscore Qual, and he's a hundred k cheaper. Yeah, you've you've put the wrong um, the wrong bloke on the thumbnail for this episode. I reckon it should have been Ben Air on the front. Yeah, oh, I, I don't know. McCormie maybe was kind of catchy though, and he did that just kind of. I just think everybody owns him, so like I brought you on so that you could wallow in your misery. Um, yeah, that's but... thanks, man. Cheers. <laughs> Yeah, you're welcome. Appreciate that. Uh, maybe Ben Air makes it onto the preview show for next week. Uh, Global, McVeigh has been handy with his DPP. Uh, who to start at a Magne and McVeigh, though? It's got to be Mag- uh, It's got to be Magne, hasn't it? Yeah, it's got to be Magne. The upside's there. Look, honestly, I am the wrong person to talk to about Jack McVeigh. When I owned him, he's averaged 17 and he's averaged about 30 for the season. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> McVeigh, the lanky bastard, can get out of my DMs. I'm so off him. Um, but Magne, um, look, Pelican's legend, Willie Magne, Bill Magne to his friends. Um, yeah, start him. Love it. Uh, Corey has two, tri- uh, two boosts left. So you reckon pull the trigger on that? Yeah, I don't mind it because I think the cash generation is going to be there. Um, and getting out of the... Like you made, you just made thirty k out of out of Josh Roberts. I think you're going to lose that if you hold it. If you factor in the fact that you're going to make money out of Ben Air and lose money out of Josh Roberts, we could be talking about a. Honestly, over a few weeks, I think it's going to be a bit more of a slow burn with Ben Air, but we could be talking a hundred and forty k swing. That's worth a boost to me. Yeah. So yeah, and you've got to think about what you value as how much a boost is worth. I guess. Um, you're going to be it's boosting potentially. Me. You're boosting potentially when no one else is as well, which gives you a bit of an advantage in the coming week too. So I don't hate it. Mate, I think we've run out of questions. Um, Mate, that's an hour. Pretty much. Gee, gee right, it's good doing podcasts with you again. I know, isn't that cute? You don't usually compliment me or say that you enjoy my company too much, but I like that. I'm going to keep that. I'm going to make sure that I've go and clip this as well and just make it as my like phone screen cover or something. Mate. I instantly regretted it. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to keep it forever. No, it's it's been good. It's been fun. We've had a bit of a break from podcasting together, which we probably needed because we did, what, 90-odd episodes back-to-back with the NRL. So uh, you're probably happy to have about three or four months off from me. But uh, we'll yeah. be back in a couple of months for the NRL. It's good. Um, I'm excited to do the uh, Vegas NRL show. I can't wait to go to Vegas with you, man. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be great. Uh, you're paying... Right, for the tickets and the accommodation? Yeah. Is that right? On the Insight Fantasy Sports card. Yeah. You know the worst part. Thanks. I've got the card. You don't, so I guess I'm paying. <laughs> Thanks, Ash, from Standard Squeeze. 100%. What a man. Funding our tickets to Vegas. What a good bloke. <laughs> All right. Um, and- yeah, there are a, few, a few guys are asking about the NRL and the BBL in the chat. 
Yeah, NRL does sound interesting. Um, you know, Josh knows a bit about NRL as well, so we'll be we'll be looking to having a chat with him about some NRL at some point in time. Uh, we may even have some pretty cool news, uh, some exciting news coming in in the uh, coming weeks about the NRL and about who's lining up for Insight Fantasy Sports for the NRL. So stay tuned for that. That should be fun. Uh, are we doing a BBL live stream? Global wants to know. Yeah, we do a live stream every single week. Uh, so for BBL, we're going to do a live stream. Oh, on oh, when is it? When's it going to be? The end of the round. So we're going to do Thursday because there's uh, the test match break for BBL. Sorry, NBL fans. The test match break where you've got five days of cricket in a row for you NBL fans who don't know cricket. Um, we're going to do a bit of a wrap-up show on the Thursday night. So me and the big horse will hop on and talk about the chaos that the round has been. And then we'll hop on Tuesday and preview, or sorry, Monday night and preview the week. We'll hop on before you boys hop on for NBL. So we'll have a back-to-back show Monday night again. That'll be fun. Um. Look, I'm just going to wrap it up and say that Majib is the TPJ of BBL and you have listened to an Insight Fantasy Sports podcast. Cheerio.